0: Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. There's an ache that you can't ignore Taking your breath, stealing your mind And all that was real is left behind Don't Aloha! Hello there! My just perfect ohana That is your Capitan? Coming in at you live today Or it's not live really, this just recorded So that was kind of dumb, but whatever I'm here i'm here and i'm ready i'm ready to dive into today's episode i'm very excited i'm very excited there's a lot going on so before we hop into the main regular i do want to take some time uh to kind of do our thankful for kind of give you a captain coffee update kind of give you a life update there's a lot going on man there's a lot you know for just one man i got a lot of i got a lot of plates i'm juggling and it's that's a pleasure of mine i find that to be entertaining i find that to be challenging i love A challenge. I love it. But anyway, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Um, First off, I want to say thank you to Joseph Pack for being on last week's episode. I also want to apologize to Joseph Pack because I forgot to post that episode way late and that's on me. Look, real life, real people. That's what we are. Captain Coffee here. Um, That's on me. No excuses. Here's what I say. Excuses are like assholes. No one likes them. They stink and everyone's got them. No one likes it. I mm, filter. I digress. So I do apologize. But Joseph, thank you for kind of hopping on and uh, having just a great heart to heart conversation. And I think that that's something that I really cherish about these episodes. And that's something I told Kayla a couple of weeks ago that. Look, I don't care what y'all's opinion are. Joe Rogan, he does a great job of bringing on different people of different walks of life. I don't care what you think of him personally. Don't care. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the way his podcast is structured. Structured. I love it. Oh, and that's something that I want to do. I want to get on just different people's life and having difficult conversations, diving deep. You know, I don't want to talk about only fun things. I want to talk about serious things. But today we're talking about a fun thing. We're talking about sleep. Teaser. Today's episode is about sleep. Very excited. Uh, but yeah, I, I just loved having Joseph on. The only way we're gonna make progress in any area of struggle is by looking at it, looking it in the face, and not letting it have power over you. You can do that. We can do that. Okay. So we got to have conversations. We got to have conversations. We're not gonna have power over us, we're have conversations, get down and dirty. It's beautiful. Joseph, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on that episode. Uh Brunan. Ah, That is the coffee name for our banana nut. What's funny is as we I'm recording this episode, ready? I just took a sip of it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the number one coffee here in the Captain Coffee household. Mrs. Captain Coffee and I love this coffee. It's a perfect blend of still tasting the coffee but getting the banana. It's a perfect blend in my opinion for me. Everyone's got a different palate, so just take that in consideration. Um, and that's, what kind of, what, that's kind of where I want to go next. Uh The labels are ordered. The labels are coming. The coffee should be hitting the store hopefully sometime next week. I'm looking at the calendar now, we're probably looking at Monday, Tuesday, the 20th, 21st of February. So that's hopefully when. Don't quote me on it. Like I said, I'm a man of many things going on, so I'll do my best to get it up. but. Ah, uh, that's, that's what she said. Oh God, dang. I set myself up for that one. Um, yeah. So the brew nah, 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 is up and ready or soon will be up and ready. It's so good. I can't wait for y'all to taste it. Uh, I'm very excited for that. I also want to come on here and, uh, wish all you beautiful people who had about ba- who celebrated Valentine's day had Valentine's day. It's the last week. Before. But I also want to take a second. I want to take a second and I want to talk about my Valentine's. My miss is Captain Coffee. If you know her at all, which some of you do, some of you don't. She's very shy. She's very behind the scenes, and that's okay. We're very opposite. And that is why she is my girl. She is my rock. She is she is that wave that I constantly want to surf. She is that high that I can't seem to shake and want don't want to shake. She is everything to me. Uh, as some of you know, there has been a lot of storms going on. There's one right now that is a massive storm, but guess what? Massive storms mean massive waves, so we get to surf, baby. That's my that's my new motto. We get to surf, so we're going to surf. Well, Kayla has been what I call my storm buddy. I have other storm buddies, but Kayla has literally been in the storm, holding my hand, allowing me to yell, cry, be angry, be depressed, be anxious. She's allowed me to feel those things, and I'm just be on words in love with this woman. And if you don't know her, please reach out to her and get to know her better. Uh, she is, oh, she is just my everything. She's my everything. I came from a previous relationship where I didn't know I'd ever find true love and a love that makes me on fire, but also drives me freaking bonkers. And she does all the above. There are days where I, I literally want to jump off my roof and land to the ground and have the cartoon figure of me like stretched out. You know how they used to do it in like uh, the Roadrunner when he'd run through the wall and you could just see his imprint. That's what I want to do sometimes with Kayla. But then there's times where I literally want to jump off the moon and just scream all the way down how much I love her. She is just, she is my Valentine and she always will be. So I have this, um, this relationship life motto that I want her to feel like every day is Valentine's Day. I don't ever want Valentine's day to feel any different. And I know sometimes life gets away from us, but I just, I want y'all to know that I, and for her, I don't even think she listens anymore, but whatever. One day you will. I love you. You are my rock. You will blow me away. And I want to surf every wave with you. And I can't wait to just continue to dance in these storms with you. I love you. You are everything. So I wanted to take some time to talk about Mrs. Captain coffee. Uh Yeah. So let's do let's do our thankful for and let's dive into today's podcast. Here we go. Let's do our deep breathing. Okay, I am thankful for sleep, and that's today's episode. Let me give you a little backstory on Mark Bradley here. Um, I came from a life of not really taking my health really seriously it was very surfaced very uh, aesthetic i wanted to look a certain way i didn't care how i felt i don't care if i felt tight terrible beat up uh, i didn't have time to sleep i was too busy doing work or studying and playing video games whatever it was growing up right uh so i never took my sleep seriously until about six months ago and here i am i was i think i was 30 no 29 Right before I turned 30, my buddy Eddie reached out and he's like, let's get, let's take our sleep to the next level. He says, let's dial it in. And uh, I've been really working on it. It's been a challenge for me. Uh, So today's episode is just sleep. We're going to talk about some can, um, some statistics, some tools that you can use to sleep better, um, uh, why sleep is so important and how lack of sleep can hurt you. Those are going to be some topics we talk about. And this will not be, I promise you, this will not be the last topic of sleep. So if I'm kind of very surfaced on today's episode, that is why, because we are going to every topic I talk about, we are going to do a deeper dive in the future of every single one of these. So don't you worry, we are going to dive into them much deeper, but I want to kind of give you a surfaced overview of sleep. So. uh for me, I never took my sleep seriously and it had profound problems for me. Number one, um, if you know me and you can probably tell by just the way I talk and the way that I interact with you, I'm like a golden retriever. Oh, like, score, what is it? Full conversation. Yeah, that's a pretty leaf. You know, I'm like I'm all over the place, right? A lot of that is a sign of sleep deprivation. Uh, there's a pretty big statistic out there. With children that uh, I think the number is staggering like a 70, don't quote me, I will do more research on it. But if I can remember correctly, out of 100% of the kids that test for ADHD and are on medication, over, over, if I'm correct, 68, between 78, 60 to 70% of those children just suffer from sleep apnea or they have or they have sleeping deprivation of some sort. So that means that there's 68 to 78 percent of children who are on unnecessary ADHD medication. Just they have to change their sleep. Miraculous, miraculous. And let's kind of talk. And I think where I want to dive into this first, actually, I know I'm all over the place, like I said. But anyway, so that that is a form of sleep for me. Actually, let's stay on me for a second. Uh, yeah, let's stay on me. Uh so some of you are going to hear this, and and this is why I haven't done an episode on fitness yet because I have a very radical view of fitness, and a lot of people might hear it and be like, this dude's crazy, but that's okay, and I have a lot to say about it, and just because I've been in the industry for, oh, my God, since I was 16, 17, so 13, 14 years of being in the fitness industry, I've seen a lot, I've learned a lot, I know what's right, I know what's not, just through experience, at least for me. Um when I was younger, I was obese, not obese. I was just very chunky. I was a chunky monkey. Uh, I looked like a, uh, you know, those little, um, insects that like the roly polies, the roly poly insects, only you millennials will get that. Um, I looked like one of them, just a big ball. Right. Uh, and then because of that, I gained a lot of, um, mental muscular dis, um, Muscular dystrophy. I see myself in a completely different light. And that is because when I was in the prime of my life, where I should have been sleeping when you sleep at a younger age. So when you're in your, your teenage years, you should be getting eight to 10 hours of sleep. Uh, That is when your body releases growth hormone to make you grow and gain muscle when you sleep. I never slept. I struggled. I was like between four to six, four to eight, but it was never good. I was doing all the wrong things. I was eating right before sleep. And I just, my body has never truly recovered. I struggle gaining muscle. I always have. I always have. And my body reacts very poorly to certain foods. And I think it's because at an early age, I set my body up for absolute failure when it came to sleep. Uh, When it came to school, gracious me my god dang i was all over the place with school um i have a hard time retaining information i need doing better now I wonder why but when i was younger i just had a hard time retaining information i wasn't sleeping. so sleep is just it, the way that i've been viewing sleep these days is it's it's free medicine so we're going to talk about the stages of sleep. I'm not going to get, like I said, we're not going to dive deep into this. So we're going to be very surfaced. Um, but there are two real main things. Three, there's light sleep, which a lot of people experience. Uh, there's REM sleep, rapid eye movement. Uh, this does occur about 90 minutes after you fall asleep. Your first REM cycle usually starts then. Uh and that is REM is so important because that is when you start retaining all the information throughout the day and it starts being converted into long-term memory. Uh, and and by the way, I'm not a doctor. So you all know, these are just what I'm, this is just me reading experience. So take what I say with a grain of salt, but do some research on your own. This is just a way to have a conversation to spark interest in sleep. But anyway, I, I digress. then there's deep sleep that is where the body the healing of the body happens that's when uh, growth hormone is released that is when your body all the damages from your your day of working out jumping running whatever it is that's when healing starts to happen again like i said it's sleep medicine it's just it's just medicine it's free medicine for us to to take so obviously there are going to be things that are good for you when you sleep like i said it's free medicine so improved mood obviously you're going to increase blood you're going to decrease blood pressure which is really what we need. Um, It's going to regulate your blood sugar, which is great. This one's big for me. It improves your mental function. Uh, This is another big one. It restores your immune system, everyone. Have you noticed when you don't sleep, you get super duper sick? Mm -hmm. Stress relief, athletic performance, maintaining a healthy weight. There's so many other benefits, but those are like the main eight that we really want to try to focus on with sleep. That just sleep makes you a healthier person. Now, I need to preface that it's not like, hmm, all right, let me do one day of good sleep. Mm, No, that's not how it works. He's got to be consistency. But anyway, I digress. So sleep has tons and tons of benefits. Tons of benefits, right? So here is what um, the Sleep Foundation, it's a sleep study case website. So any parents out there, you're... uh, Your toddler from 1 to 2 should be getting 11 to 14 hours of sleep. Preschool, 3 to 5, 10 to 13. Your school age, 6 to 13, should be getting 9 to 11 hours. Your teenagers, 14 to 17 years of age, needs to be getting 8 to 10. Then everyone else above 18 uh, to 65 or older, it needs to be 7 to 9. Okay? So I just think that that's pretty cool that there's so many different, um, that there's a lot of different, Uh, Types levels of sleep. And we think that, you know, the older you get, the more sleep you need. I mean, yeah, sure. But kids need it. And I think a lot of the pandemic of problems of overweight children and, oh boy, this could get interesting here. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to dive in. I'm not holding back on this one. Um, The problem with children, I think a big reason why children are struggling is because their schedule sets them up for failure. Same with adults. I'll get to that one next. Children do not have time. They do not have time to be getting anywhere between 10 10 to 14 hours of sleep that they need to regrow for their brain to function, for them to feel good, for them to be healthy, for them to maintain the information they learned at school. Why is that? Hmm. Scratch your head for a second. Maybe it's because their schedules suck. Hey, I'm a 13 year old boy getting ready to really learn some good stuff for the future. I'm trying to grow my brain, trying to set up a good foundation for the future for myself. I'm gonna get nine hours of sleep. I'm gonna get seven hours of sleep. Cause guess what? Hey, I, I got schoolwork. I got homework. I gotta be up at 6 30 to catch the bus. Then I gotta go home and do my work. And then I gotta go do I gotta go to my practice. So I'm up until 11, 12 o'clock. I gotta be up at six. How are we? How no wonder our kids are struggling. No wonder depressed rates are so high. No wonder suicide is so high. No wonder America is the leading country in obesity by a long shot because we force our children into these schooling situations. That we as adults are seeing. How many of you adults? Does that sound like your day? Does that sound like your day? You wake up at 6 a.m. Are you ready to go to work? You come home at 5, 6, and you still got a little bit of work. You want to spend time with your family. You're up till 12. Guess what? You got to do it all again. Five days a week, you're getting less than six hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep. Hmm. Wonder why America is struggling with obesity. I I can't put my finger on it. I wonder what. America is setting such terrible sleeping habits at such a young age, such bad habits at a young age. We are teaching our children to be like us, obsessed with our work, obsessed obsessed with constantly going, 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 never having time to take themselves seriously, to take their sleep and their health seriously, because we don't have time. We don't have time. We're always stretched thin. Always stretched thin. So here's some, and I, I went in on that one. So I apologize for my, no, I don't apologize for my passion. It's a very big passion of mine. Because i some of you don't know, I came from a personal training background for the last 13 years. And I worked mainly with tr- children. I couldn't handle adults because adults come in like, oh, I want to lose weight. All right, well, let's get after it. Um, let's talk about your nutrition a little bit. What you doing? Oh, I'm having beer and pizza on the weekend. But other than that, I eat salads during the week. <laughs> they're stubborn. Kids listen a little bit better. But I can't change the fact that they wake up 6 a.m. for school. And they have homework until 9 a.m. And then they're in bed by 10, 10.30. They got to do it every single day. And that just drives me nuts. But hey, that's that's the society we live in, right? And we're going to subject our kids to it because we have to. But if you have an opportunity to not, we should probably not. Just saying. Anyway, 32.6% of working adults report getting six or few hours a few hours of sleep a night. But in 2008, 2009, it was only. 28, so we're going up, not good, not good. More than 44% of workers, like factory workers and plane operators, those kind of people, (laughs) they're getting less than seven hours of sleep and they're working with big machinery. 44% of those workers, that's insanity. Active duty service members are 34% more likely to have bad sleep, that's terrible. They are literally in charge of people's lives. 35.2% 35.2% of all adults in the U.S. are reporting bad sleep. Between 10 and 30% of adults struggle with chronic insomnia. It is believed that 30 and 48% of older adults experience insomnia. Between 135,000 and 200,000 people in the U.S. have narcolepsy. And, and here we go. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm not making this shit up. I don't make it up. I'm looking at a statistical website on sleep. This, just proving my point, 57.8% of middle schoolers get less than the recommended amount of sleep for their age. Guess what high school is? 72% of high school, or st- high school students get less than the sleep that they need. But we here are expecting our children to learn, have a job, have a social life, grow, develop, have all the pressure of going and being full grown adults by the time they're in, by the time they get to college. I can't even think straight because I'm so damn tired. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, here we go. Uh, Here's another sleep study here, or another sleep statistic here. As many as 70 percent of children, there are 42 studies to back this up, by the way, with attention deficit um, or ADHD have mild to severe sleeping problems. I'm I'm gonna keep going. Insufficient sleep has estimated economic impact of over $411 billion each year in the United States, which means because of people not sleeping, mistakes are made, which means that is $411 billion of mistakes due to sleep. There are $6,000, there are 6,000 fatal car accidents a year. I mean, here's for my nurses. I don't blame you guys. You guys are the, you guys are the backbone. You guys are the backbone of the hospitals. Nurses working 12 and a half hour shifts report committing more than three times as many medical errors than those working eight and a half hour shifts. Do we want nurses making medical errors on us? No, no. that's life or death. But we don't take it serious because America doesn't care about our health. I'm just going to say how it is. 40% of people with insomnia are believed to also be affected by mental health disorder. Around 75% of adults with depression suffer from insomnia. Telling you, sleep is the key, but I'm going to keep going. And we'll just keep going. About 80% of people take sleep prescribed sleep medication, which will then make them feel they will oversleep, which is not good. You'll get groggy, you'll have a hard time concentrating the next day. Sales oh, this one drives me nuts, people. Oh, sales of melatonin supplements in the US grew from 62 million in 2003 oh, to 378 million in 2014. Uh, people that's bad it's just bad it's just bad it's just bad lack of sleep can lead to uh, cardiovascular disease diabetes obesity immune deficiency hormonal imbalances pain in the body because you're not healing mental disorders there are so many problems with not sleeping and like I said, we will dive deeper into these. And I do want to apologize for being so passionate. I do. My bad. I just can't. So the melatonin. So we're going to talk about this in a second. Um, for all of you out there who are now listening to me, I, I recommend. Like, I am not making this shit up. I'm looking online at credible sources. I, am, I will credit them in my thing, Whatever. Uh, like I said, sleepfoundations.com. Look them up. They're an amazing sleep study. Uh, there's this guy that I will follow to the end of my line. If he says, I want you to put a balloon up your butt and fart, and then that's going to make you healthier, I'm going to do it. So whatever this guy says, I'm going to do. Because he backs it up with science. Our bodies will always outgrow science because our bodies are a beautiful, perfect machine. But when you have science and the body that back each other up, you set yourself up for success. So, Dr. Huberman. Dr. Huberman. Okay, here's what he says best stress relief, sleep. Best trauma relief, sleep. Best immune booster, sleep. Best hormone regulator, sleep. Best emotional stabilizer, also sleep. He's a doctor. He's a doctor, so he knows what he's talking about. So I have been doing his practice work here for a little bit here. Uh, I I was a little thrown off at first by some of the things that he said. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. He has a great podcast that talks deeper into it. Like I said, I'm not diving deep into these things today, okay? But here is something that he says. So here we are. You're all probably to Mark, you're overwhelming me with all these statistics. How do I get better sleep? I've been in bad sleep my whole life. First off, you got to figure out what works for you. Not everything works for everybody the same way, but I will say this. I have been doing this practice for a while now and my sleep has gotten much better. I feel better. I concentrate more. I feel healthier. My knees feel great. My hips feel great. I'm waking up not as sore as I used to be. I feel like I'm more mentally aware. I'm digesting these big storms that are coming my way because I am concentrating. I am, I am, uh, I'm I'm alive. I'm feeling, I'm in it because I'm not tired. I'm not groggy. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to get good sleep every night, but here are some things that I've been doing. So, Doctor Huberman says, number one, view sunlight by going outside within thirty to sixty minutes of waking. Do that again the late afternoon prior to sunset. So here's what he says: Sometimes it's hard to do it, but I do my best, and I don't do it all the time. But I have seen a sufficient difference on bright, cloudless day. View the morning between one to ten minutes on cloudy days, fifteen to twenty minutes on overcast days, thirty to sixty minutes. If you live someplace with very minimal light, consider an artificial daylight. Um, like a light. Okay? You have to actually view it. You can't sit in your car because the glass The glass does restrict the rays to do what it's doing. Wake up at the same time each day and go to sleep when you first start to feel sleepy. So a lot of people will try to have the same bedtime routine, which I'm trying to do. So my body tells me at like 9.30, all right, homeboy, time to get in bed. And I literally listen to my body. I get in bed and I'm asleep by 10.30 and I'm, I feel great. I try to wake up around the same time. The same time, he's not, he doesn't mean wake up at 7.15 on the dot. Like, no. Uh, he did talk in a later episode about how you have like a 30-minute window where it's okay, so like a sleep variability of like 30 minutes. So if you, if you go to bed at 10, waking – Uh, Going to bed between 10 and 10.30 is a very good routine to get into. If you wake up at 7, between 7 and 7.30 is a good routine to get into. Obviously, if you got worse night's sleep, whatever it may be, uh, you you might want to extend it. But just do your best to set your body in a good routine because we have what's called a circadian rhythm, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, This one's big for me. I've been trying it. Avoid caffeine within 8 to 10 hours of bedtime. I've been trying it. I'm seeing a little bit of a difference. Sometimes I don't. It just depends. I don't know. I, I ha- like, I'm I like very new to this. So I'm six months in of trying these, these new sleep protocols. And it takes years to figure yourself out and dial it in. It's a journey. This is not a one-fix pill that uh, America wants when it comes to their body and their health. But I've been avoiding caffeine. Close to bedtime. Let's see. Around 2 p.m. I, I'm usually done with caffeine. And I'll do like a decaf coffee just to kind of get my coffee fix that I love. Um, okay. Here's another one. If you have sleep disturbances, insomnia, or anxiety about sleep, try the research supported protocols on the Revy app. It's like, um, uh, it's like a breathing technique. So I've done it multiple times and it's just, it's amazing. It's a, like, again, breathing. It, we do it every episode. Um, I think it's four seconds in seven second, hold eight second exhale. And it's all about where your mind is. That's at least, really, this is a different one. I can put it. It's called the Revy app. I don't have this one. I have what's called balance. It's the same. He said, it's the same thing. Um, so that's a really good way to relax yourself because I get anxious sometimes going to bed because I'm like, I got to get a good night's sleep, got to get a good night's sleep. And It's like, no, you get to get a good night's sleep. You don't have to. You get to. So, I, you know, getting stressed before bed is very normal. Uh, avoid viewing bright lights, especially bright overhead lights uh, between 10, a- 10 p.m. and 4 a.m., Uh, There is something to be said about when you see light, your body releases cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone, not always bad. You want to release that stress hormone early in the morning. That is why viewing light in the morning is so good. Um, But let's say you wake up before the sun's up, turn on all your lights in your house. Turn them on. You want to expose your body to that bright light so it releases that cortisol. You don't want that cortisol releasing around midday when the sun finally comes up or you're in your office, whatever it may be. You want to get it pretty quickly once you wake up. Uh, And same, So that's why closer to bedtime, turn the lights off. Lamps are fine, but overhead lights, bright lights, turn them off. It does make a difference. I've been doing it. Um, Limit daytime naps less than 90 minutes or don't nap at all. Just if you're a napper, just do your best to limit it to 90 minutes. I'm not a napper, so that one doesn't affect me at all. Uh, this is a big one. I love this. Everyone get ready. If you wake up in the middle of the night, which, by the way, is normal. I do it too. Um, but And you can't fall back to sleep. Consider doing what's called an NSDR protocol when you wake up. NSDR is called non-sleep deep rest. Um, it's awesome. They're great. Or it's called um, uh, yoga nidra um it's awesome you just look up yoga nidra or nsdr on youtube and a lady will talk a lady or a guy he has his own that i've done a couple times and i really really like it um and then uh it just kind of helps you it's almost hip uh hypnosis to some degree like it really helps your mind escape and it really does relax you and puts you to sleep so that's something i recommend uh, and here's some supplements. I'm not a huge supplement taker. I do take one of these before bed. Um, supplements are very expensive. So just take that in consideration as well. If you have the money, go for it. I, I don't at the moment, but my buddy, Eddie says, you either pay for it now, you pay for it later and it's more expensive to pay for it later. So, uh, something you might want to think about, um, magnesium, apogene, theline. Um, he also takes glyca- uh, glycogen and, uh, GABA supplements. I take magnesium before bed. Magnesium just helps the body and the muscles relax. So it increases your deep sleep, which increases body healing. So that's something you might really, I do it. Uh, and before, so interesting, I'll give you some, I'll give you some stats before I started taking my deep sleep. I have what's called the whoop. It shows you your sleep. Uh, before I started taking, uh, melatonin at night, uh, not melatonin. We'll get to melatonin in a second. Before I started taking magnesium, I was at like an hour and 10 minutes to an hour and 20 of deep sleep. And now I'm anywhere between 140 to two hours and 10 minutes. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's a huge difference because my body is relaxing. My muscles are relaxing. My muscles don't feel like they need to be tight or there's healing going on in my body. Uh-uh. My body slips into that deep breath a little easier. So um, um, he does say here. So I'm going to kind of read his disclaimer. So I'm going to put this out there for all of you. He says, I would start with one supplement or none and then add one at a time as needed. Some people do not need any supplements and some people like thealine, but not magnesium, ETC. So you do have to determine what is best for you. This is always a protocol that's best for you. Do not take thealine if you have overly intense dreams, sleepwalk, or have night hair. So I have very intense dreams. so I probably can't take thialine. Um, Also, some people, 5%, get an agitated stomach from magnesium supplements. So if you do, don't take it. Um, yeah, so... Uh, only a couple more here, and then we'll kind of we'll kind of move on. Um, expect to feel very alert one hour before your natural bedtime. So I actually feel that around eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Uh, I'm like a wired monkey man. I'm jumping off the walls. I'm doing dishes. I'm making food. I'm, I'm recording podcasts. I'm doing videos, whatever it may be. I'm feeling good, and then it just freaking. Oof, I'm, I'm ready for bed. Um, keep your room this is an interesting one and I struggle with this one actually so and this is something that I've been kind of experimenting with and I'll explain in a second Uh, keep the room you sleep in cool and dark and layer on blankets that you can remove Uh, Kayla is a 12 blanket tuck them in nice and snug I am one blanket and it drives me nuts so um, your body temperature needs to drop one to three degrees to fall asleep and stay asleep effectively. So if you are sleeping in a warmer room, it's actually worse for you. But you also need to find not worse; it's just not as optimal. You need to find that smooth center, that 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 gooey middle, where you're not sweating from having so many blankets on, but you're also not hot from having the blankets on. So find that find that good comfortable um, find the good comfortable zone for you. This is a big one. So. I am on this journey of I'm very anti-Western medicine. I just have seen too many things with myself and my boys that makes me scratch my head. And I don't trust where this country is going when it comes to money mongering and fear mongering and depending on shit when you can just go do it yourself. But um, drinking alcohol messes up your sleep and do so do most sleep medications. Uh, he discusses this one with, with called uh, in an episode with Dr. Matt Walker so he has it on his website I will probably post this exact article so you all can go read it uh but yeah so that's that's pretty much where he is uh so again like I said about melatonin earlier and then we'll kind of wrap this up uh the the reason why melatonin is so tricky and again I'm not a doctor this is just research that I have done this is research that I have seen and I'll explain and experienced When I was really serious about getting in my sleep, I I took melatonin because I thought it was was best for me, Um, which is not the case, and I'll explain why. Like I said, when you start, when you wake up in the morning early and you see the bright lights, it releases cortisol, great. At nighttime, when you view the sunset, so a sunrise and a sunset are mandatory protocols that I do on most days. If I can, sometimes life gets away from me, that's okay. I'm not going to live and beat myself up then, Right. Uh, But when you're, when you go out and you see the colors, orange and blue, there is a release from what's called your hippocampus. And it releases the hormone melatonin at an earlier state when you see the sunset and it's a natural state and then it stores up. That's why after an hour it's at its peak and then it releases. And that's when you get really sleepy. And that's when you should go to bed. When you take melatonin, the supplement, Your body, if I'm correct, like I said, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert in here, but from listening to his podcast, what happens is when you take melatonin, the supplement, you have an abundant amount of melatonin. And what it's doing is it's not a natural release from the hippocampus, so your body, once you are through the supplement, it's gone through your bloodstream, You are now ready to wake and be fully awake. And I will explain what happened with me. I took melatonin for a couple days in a row. And I read online that melatonin does cause sleep uh, insomnia because what's happening is when your body is through with the melatonin, your body is awake for the day. It's ready to be awake. So for about five to six nights when I took my melatonin like an idiot, but hey, you can only learn from your mistakes. I'm not an idiot. I'm just learning. When you take the melatonin and it releases from your body, I woke up from one to five, one to six, five days in a row. And I was like, oh my God, I have sleep insomnia. And then I looked online and someone said, oh, well, hey, if you're taking melatonin, stop that shit, stop it. So I've stopped and I haven't had a single issue with with insomnia since. So there is science and experience behind it. You want it to be released naturally from the hippocampus if you can. It's like he doesn't – he and I don't swear by it, but it, it, I have lived it, and I will never take melatonin again. Um, you know, there are other sleep things like, uh, look, hey, listen, if this is you, it's fine, but weed, some people do it for, for, for sleep. It really doesn't do anything because – it can help you fall asleep, but it doesn't help the quality of sleep. And that's something we should be chasing is quality sleep. Because when you are taking a foreign substance, it does activate your brain a little bit more, your central nervous system is a little more fired up, so your resting heart rate might increase, your um, your brain activity might increase, you're not really getting restful sleep. So um, the best way you can do it is by doing healthy protocols, not eating close to bed, not drinking close to bed, seeing your sunrise, sunsets, those kind of things. Um, So there are opportunities for you to break this cycle of bad sleep. Um, A buddy of mine, Eddie, who is just, he's my man. He has really pushed me to really focus on my sleep. And so is Kayla. Kayla's a big sleeper. He, Eddie said, I think Eddie said it to me. He said one time, your body is like a 80 year mortgage. You know, you're stuck in that house. You're really going to treat it like shit. Sleep is one of the most vital portions of your health and it's a pandemic i believe that is going on why people are sick why there's so much depression and anxiety and lack of decision making and um so much fear because we're just mentally not invested in this world we're, we're we're always looking for that next fix to make us feel better if you know we are in control of our own destiny we control our own health we don't need to rely on a substance to make that happen for us you can do it i mean there's a lot There's a lot of issues with prescribed medications from doctors when they could just look at their sleep. And I'm not saying this is a blanket statement for all people, but I know a lot of people who are on a lot of supplements for mental stuff. And I believe that if we took our health seriously, we wouldn't need to because our sleep and our life is our medicine. So they're all out there for you to get for free. Sleep, invest into yourself. It's worth the investment. What do you have to lose? going to bed 30 minutes earlier, waking up and going outside for five minutes for your cup of coffee in a nice bright sunny day and just, you don't have to look directly at the sun, just look at the colors, look in the sky. What do you have to lose? You gain so much. So do it. Gain the sleep. Yeah, you, know, you ain't got nothing to lose. Like, go get it. Get sleep. I've been seeing it. We did it with my boys. My boys were terrible sleepers. Uh, they just, they saw it as a means of Blech. I don't want to sleep. sleep. Once every night, I do a meditation with them, and we've set them up with a comfortable room, a clock that they can see the time. We do night noises. I can't sleep without a fan, by the way. If anyone else like that, holla, holla, high five, let's go. Uh, and I've seen a massive difference in Brooks, Brooks especially. Uh, he got psychologically evaluated and educationally evaluated, and he passed with flying colors. If this was a year ago, I don't know. They don't know. They don't know. So at Sleep and Kylo is the same way. I've seen a change in both of their uh, their attitudes and the way that they uh, react to the stimulus of stress. They're just, it's amazing. And I will say with the stress that I've been under, the constant job changes and job demands and job stress, the environment and the fact that we're in a huge financial crisis right now and uh, just my storms, the ups and downs of life, I'm fine. Yeah, I'll have my days, but compared to what it used to be, it's not even close. It's not even close. Um, I wouldn't be able to juggle Captain Coffee, a podcast, being a dad, being a husband, working on my body if I didn't have the sleep that I'm getting. So it's free medicine. Why wouldn't you capture it? Why wouldn't you take advantage? It's out there and it feels great. I look forward to my bedtime routine. When I don't get it, I get frustrated. My my bedtime routine, shower, nine o'clock, 9.15-ish. I get in bed 9.45 read my book till I get sleepy. I do my my uh, my my sleep my breathing sleep protocols and I go to sleep. And it's been awesome. I've seen a massive difference. And I have a lot more to do. I'm trying to get off my phone more, but I'm very busy. A lot of people text me at night and I'm trying to not be rude, but at the same time, got to put my phone away. But anyway, I digress. My question for you is, what do you have to lose? I gave you a ton of statistics. If you're a parent, let's concentrate on getting our kids the sleep that they need. I know you might not have the means to keep your kid home and homeschool them or help them with their home, whatever it may be, but let's really try to put a focus on helping our kids get more sleep. That's going to help with so many areas. If you feel like some of these statistics kind of speak to you, let's try to hammer down on the sleep. Let's hammer it down. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it's a it's a beautiful, free medi- medicine that you can take, and it does nothing but benefit your body. Sleeping What's the what's side effects? Taking medications? There's Sure, you might help with anxiety, but what else is it doing? Hmm? Have you seen the side effects of these medications? Let's see if we can kind of hop off of them. Hop off a little bit. There's always some things you can do. Exercise, certain foods, <clears throat> uh, yoga, uh, sounds, deep breathing, environments, temperature. There's a ton of things that can help in your sleep. So it's an experiment. It takes time. It's an investment. This is not a one fix, fix all thing. you got to take the time to learn. Learn how your body works. Learn how your body sleeps. What makes it sleep good? What makes it sleep bad? I have learned that the more blankets I have, the worse I sleep because I feel caged and trapped. And I don't like that. Kayla needs eight blankets and I can't even touch her because she's so gone under all these blankets. So if you need one blanket, two blankets, if you need a big pillow, small pillow, if you need a dark room, a little bit of light, if you need a fan, no fan, Start experimenting, write it all down. Let's dial in or sleep because there's nothing to gain but positivity from it. It's free medicine. You're going to feel better. You're going to perform better. You're going to have a better mindset. You're going to have better health. There's nothing to lose. So, um, like I said, I am no doctor. No doctor. These are statistics that I got online from credible people. I've given you my experiences of what I have done and how I have felt with the science that is out there. And like I said, this is not the last one we will be doing on sleep. I care too much about health and uh, I care too much about making people feel better and getting people off medications and looking at themselves as their form of sleep, uh, of medicine. You are in control of how you feel. You are in control of that. (laughs) Look, we all got storms, man. We all got them. Some make excuses. Like I said, everyone's got them. They stink and no one likes them. So let's let's ride those waves together. All right. Part of riding that, riding that wave is you want to ride it. You don't want to get up and fall, right? Well, if you're not sleeping, you're gonna get up and fall. Ride that wave and let's go live our life. Let's go. It's on us to make that decision. No one else. You don't got a doctor telling you to go live your life. You go live it. If you don't like being on those medications, let's make some changes. You don't like the fact that you wake up and you're groggy and you feel shitty all day? Let's make some changes. You're worried about your kid and the bagginess under his or her eyes? Worried about their grades? Worried about their moods? Let's focus on some sleep. Let's get them some good quality sleep. You're worried about yourself and where you're going in your life? You're worried that you're, you're going down a downhill spiral of stress, anxiety. Your body's not what you want it to be. Your mind's all over the place. You're foggy. You're distracted. You're on your phone constantly. You can't find joy. Let's get some sleep. What do we have to lose? Absolutely nothing. You got nothing to lose. Now is your time to dive into yourself. It's not selfish. You're going to sleep anyway. So why not try to make it better? Why not? You got nothing to lose. Now, overshift workers, my buddy Pat, he works overnight. I love you, man. I don't know how you do it. You are my, you are a legend. But when he gets home, he does sleep. He told me, well, we we're supposed to do a podcast episode. And he's like, hey, I sleep until two. I get home at six, sleep till two. All right, man. Love it. He's taking his sleep seriously. And I love that. And I'm living proof. I'm not sleeping how I want yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Some of you don't have a fit watch to see your sleep. That's fine. Gauge how you feel. How, how many times did you wake up? How many times did you get up to pee? How many dreams did you have? Were they bad dreams? Were they good dreams? Were they vivid dreams? Were were you restless? Did you feel hot? Did you feel cold? Take note. Take control. Stop relying on an outside source to fix you. It's never going to happen. You fix you, you heal you. So go do it. Start with the most simplicity way of healing, which is sleep. Go get it. Dive in head first. Nothing holding you back. Dr. Huberman, look him up. Sleep guru. He's the man. Not just sleep guru. He's a health guru. But his mindset on sleep has changed my perspective on sleep, and it's changed me. I'm living proof. I wouldn't have done this episode if I didn't feel it. If I didn't feel the feel the benefits. Go live it. Go do it. Dive in head first. Don't hold back. Much love. I get very passionate about health. Health is one of those things where I can really get a little over the top and wait till I talk about fitness. Some of y'all are gonna be like, oh god, he's gone. He's cooking, and I'm cooking! Yeah, I'm cook, man. I'm a cook. So let me cook. You guys got it. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Reach out to my buddy Eddie. Go look up research. YouTube is great. We are here to help. We are here to battle as my beautiful people, the Wildcats. They say we're all in this together. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive in and get Thank you all for listening. I love you. It means a lot. You support me and Kayla and the boys. Uh, if you want to hop on and talk about anything that you're passionate about, please message. This is not a podcast for me. Uh, this is a podcast for you. It's an opportunity for me to dive into you guys more and give you guys a voice if you have one and want one or if you're curious about starting your own podcast and you want to hop on and see how you do and see how you feel, that's what I'm here for. So much love. Go out, kick some ass and get some great sleep. And as always, may the brew be with you. No turning back, and we're forever on the line. I'm hoping heaven has the heart to cut us some slack. Oh, mother, won't you say a prayer? A prayer that I can make it out.